To another edition of your favorite podcast. <laughs> this is I'm the- trying not to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the DYM podcast. <laughs> you are the Dimwits. You are Dimwit Nation. We cannot thank you enough for listening. I am Sean Donnelly. You know me as Dutch. I'm sitting here with the cool breeze right here. <laughs> right here. And our 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 buddy, our pal, our movieophile, cinephile, filmophile, returning guest. Uh, he was here last week. With, with, we had a freaking blast. So we oh, brought him back. God, that was fun. To do the yeah. second half of this fun adventure. Gordon Baker Bone. I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait to break some hearts. Yeah, Good. we've got the second <laughs> half of the most rewatchable movie ever bracket. Hearts were broken. Friendships were broken. <laughs> Podcasts have been finished. I fist fought Shawnee on the street afterwards. <laughs> and uh, Gordon Baker bone threw popcorn at us the whole time. This is, I'll tell you right now, this is how we really do know that we love movies. Yeah. I, that wasn't bullshit from last week. There was no. true emotions that were going yeah, on. Dude. Like, I was really afraid of disappointing Andy. <laughs> Uh, you and- say it like we're past it. <laughs> <laughs> so we will get to the, the rest of the bracket in a little bit. But Andy, you had something you want to talk about off the bat? Uh, yeah, I mean, just in uh, I was excited for the bracket again. And in the downtime between weeks, I watched uh, the Music Box HBO Max Woodstock 99 Oh, oh, but it was this it was a little bit of an expose type situation, right? I guess if I think it was did you either of you guys see it? No. So it's a fun watch. It brings you back to nineteen ninety-nine very well. <laughs> like just the footage, the clothing, the styles, yeah. the bands and yeah. the acts, and you just go, Holy shit, this is because I was twenty yeah. in ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny for me because you know I remember I was literally touring with the band Fish. Like I was okay. doing Fish tour that so summer of ninety nine. Right up your alley in that time frame. So, but here's the thing: Fish does their own festival for the most part of every summer. They'll do like they're have enough of a cult following, not a four hundred thousand person Woodstock right. ninety nine, yeah. right. but like a seventy five thousand person festival, which is huge. And in summer ninety nine, they did one in Oswego, which on an Air Force base in upstate New York. Literally days prior to Woodstock 99, which for the first time out of the 94 and 69 ones was on this Air Force base in uh, Saugerty. Not I forget where 99 was, but upstate uh, Rome, New York. It was Rome. Yeah. And so sweltering heat that summer. And I'm watching it with all the similarities. I'm going, yeah, we were on the fucking black. The same kind of stuff that's happening. And you were having flashbacks, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but hard was, acid. Was fun. there a huge difference in like because this because Woodstock '99 became a shit show? That became what it's a about. shit show. So here's the funny thing: at the end of Fish Tour, we're ending up in Indianapolis in this uh, venue called Deer Creek in uh, Indianapolis, in Indiana, and um, all these reports. This is before any sort of social media. Obviously, it was before any sort of cell phones. Right. Right. So you just if you weren't 
paying attention to really the news, it could have gone by you. You know, like David Cohn, I'm a huge Yankees game, pitched a perfect game a week before. We didn't find out for four days later until I called my parents. My mom was like, David Cohn pitched a perfect game. I was like, hey, what do you know? Like, <laughs> you know that stuff instantly now. Right, right. So uh, Trey actually came out. He goes, hey, the um, we just got a call from the mayor of Oswego. He goes, hey, I wanted to thank you and all your fans for showing us how to actually put on a festival correct way. Oh, wow. And not, you know, your fans were so well behaved and did all this and this and that because, you know, Woodstock 99 became like, you know, this fucking sexual assault. Like a riot. Fires, yeah. riots, just, I mean, I think a lot of it was a little overhyped. Yeah, it was a shit show. But Fish then came out, the last song they're on, they're, they encore with Woodstock, you know, got to get back as like yeah. a fucking jab. Uh, yeah. So he was like, hey, I just wanted to say, if you guys, are, we think you're the best fans in the world and thank you for showing the larger picture, like what our scene is. And I was just yeah. like, that's pretty cool. But I wasn't at Woodstock 99, but I, I remember hearing all that stuff being on like a parallel kind of but like track. At a properly run show. Yeah. I yeah. mean, obviously it wasn't the massive numbers that a fish fizzle had, but still 75,000 is nothing like to sneeze at. Not at all. Yeah. But you were still like, I was still camping in the fucking heat, dude. That summer was brutal was one of the facts from the documentary that because uh, the big thing was the mud people was a thing with all these people that like lived in the dirt whatever it was yeah and somebody well, had an internet clip like on tiktok or something they were like yeah uh it was a shit show because that was actually shit that they were playing <laughs> yeah like that what? was like i think it was like fecal matter within the so dirt. here's the so the no. porta potties overflowed within Ugh. like the first day because of ah. so many people like the gates came down so many more people showed up <laughs> than we're supposed to so the facilities are not up to par with the amount of people they need to serve. Uh, oh. A big thing for them oh was God. that they were... Now, remember, this is $99, $4 bottles of water, and it was also, it was still the same price as beer. There was like, so a lot of kids were like, yeah, it's $4 for a Bud Light or $4 for water. I'm just going to drink the Bud Light. <laughs> and so tons of dehydration. That's also $4 for a water is bodega prices now, by the yeah. way. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's insane for now. Yeah, yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. So people were unhappy. All of a sudden, you get that greed and that profit. You know, these young kids, it's all, for the most part, pretty much 18 to 24-year-old white dudes. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of tits in this documentary. <laughs> because, dude, there. I think that there's a, a lot of the commenters were journalists, and they're going, they're really, like, kind of, I think, trying to have an agenda with it where they're going... Yeah, it was just this time of this new metal and this aggressive kind of... Like almost trying to excuse it? Yeah, not yeah. excuse it, make it worse than it was. Or make it, like, it sound way more uh, well, you've melodramatic also, or something. You've got Limp Biscuit and Fred Durst going up there. You guys had this fucking bad day like I've had today. I want you to break something. You're like, well, he's inciting a riot. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not make it more than it is. Fred Durst is just the fucking asshole. Yeah, and yeah. And like the, the promoters... In the documentary, like we went out to him after like two songs, spoken to him, we were like, "Hey man, can you make an announcement to like, hey, be cool to the women?" Because like these girls would crowd surf and shit, and they just get their fucking tits crap. Yeah, like Ooh. they'd get, Jeez. you know, which is obviously not cool in any. No, he was like, "Hey man, can you just make an announcement to like, hey guys, be cool to the women and just don't fucking touch them if they don't want to be touched." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." Like, didn't do that. You fucking goof. And then they did it to Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is like last day of the festival. Uh. People are starting to fucking f light everything on fire because these people, the promoters handed out candles, which was to be like a vigil. 
Yeah. Because they wanted to make it like this to like as, as like a throwback to the 1969 festival of like yeah. three days of peace, love. There's no going back. And happiness. No. Yeah. So you just gave these people basically these candles. People just started fucking burning everything. So the guy comes on again to Anthony Kiedis. He goes after they finish. He goes, they're going to go up for their encore. He goes, man, can you just please make an announcement to be like, guys, please be cool. Don't burn anything. He doesn't. And they encore Jimi Hendrix's fire. He goes, <laughs> Let me stand next to your fire. Go, jeez. I mean, <laughs> which is hilarious. But like, multiple people died. Like a ton of sexual assault. Like it's, it was just a shit show. It, uh, aside from that, I didn't love the documentary because it was like, oh, you clearly want to just fucking, you know, look at the worst of it. I've heard now from other people on social media be like, yeah, that stuff is awful. But it wasn't as bad as the documentary, which happens a lot yeah. with documentaries. You get one side of the person who's telling the story. Now, is this just one part of the festival? Was there other parts of the festival where people were just acting There was like so much. Those are the only like, things that stuck out to me. There's tons more to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the one that DMX was at? Yes. Yes. They were actually like, DMX had probably the best set of the festival because he, well, aside from like, <laughs> what's the one... <laughs> Ah, uh, you don't even want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to. Um, I know they were trying to get. Uh, what's her name? Uh, from from do the right thing. What can I think of her name? Oh, uh, Rosie Perez. Yeah, they were trying to get Rosie Perez to yes. expose herself. She comes out and she all of a sudden the crowd just goes. You just hear, show your tits, <laughs> show your tits, and Rosie Perez just going, I'm not showing you motherfuckers anything. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> Well, Not the Stooky for- Brothers. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like, why was she even there? There well, was I a guess lot it was around of, her time. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, ninety nine. If you look at the lineup, there was a lot of weird crossovers. You had like Corn, uh, and then like Cheryl Crow, like back to back. It was like, <laughs> yeah. this was a weird time in music. Yeah, don't get too eclectic, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. I, so we don't want to see those. So exactly. What was your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she also that you they probably did because do the, she was in do the right thing. She yeah, and do the right thing. She did, and also and 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 above the rim, not above the rim. Um, uh, white like, man can't jump, and that's what she I got. White man can't jump. Not do the right pressured thing. into it, like she yeah. got heavily pressured into it. Really, like it was a big deal for her. Like she got, she was fucked up from it because I think Spike Lee, like, kind of just like intimidated her into doing it. Ew. I think she was young at that point still. Yeah, really, yeah. the Stookies. I told you my story about Rosie Perez on no. the. Oh, so this guy around the corner from me, he's a um, an artist. And now he's like an installation artist, but he was a big graffiti guy back in the day. His name's Eric Hayes, and he goes by Hayes, and he's big. Like he's big, and he's the guy. He did like the delicious vinyl logo. He did the EPMD logo. Like he's oh, a big yeah. deal. Anyway. He lo- used to love my dog. I used to live ac- around the corner from his shop uh, in Brooklyn, and I used to walk the dog all the time. I walked by him once. He goes, oh, hey, Rickles, what's up? You know, whatever it is. Out of nowhere, he's like, babe, babe, come over here. Some lady's by a car. She has a hat down. Whenever she comes over, starts petting the dog. Two minutes in, two seconds in, I'm like, aren't you Rosie Perez? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Perez's husband was this, is this guy. Like, they're Get still the married. Out of here. Yeah. yeah. So she, and he's like, the one and only. That's what he said. <laughs> And I was like, oh, dude. Johnny was like, show your tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. She could not have been. She was so quiet. So quiet. She was like, mm, you did oh, hey. Me. Super quiet, whatever it was. Um, she was like the Gilbert Godfrey of uh, Puerto Rican actresses. <laughs> no, that's, how, that's how Gilbert Godfrey is. Like, he's like, ah. And then if you meet him, he's like, hello. Yeah, he's super yeah, quiet. Super quiet. So so it was pretty crazy because like he didn't ever I met this, I knew this guy for like a couple of years and he never once mentioned never Hey, by the up. way, I'm uh, married to Rosie Perez. That'd be weird. The time they were dating. That would be weird if like 
he let off with that. Yeah, it would have. It would. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, and he, he's a cool guy. Like he's not the type of guy to do that either. And he's like you know old school hip hop guy. Hey, how you doing? Do you know my wife? Yeah, I'd have seen her he's boobs like, in. Hey, I'm Eric. I'm, I'm married to Rosie Perez. Hey, Rosie, I was at Woodstock '99. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you again. Just traumatized me even more. Jesus Christ. She was super nice and she oh, was yeah. super yeah, cool, yeah. but super reserved and quiet. And I'm like, oh. I see. It's like a characterish type thing. Like you're not doing like how you doing. Like, she's yeah, not doing that at all. You she's know? an avid boxing uh, boxing fan, also. Nice. Yes, I've heard nice. that as well. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, check it out. It's an interesting. It's a. It's very like nostalgic. You know, for me, I was you know doing the same kind of things in '99. I was 20. I was like right after my sophomore year of co- or freshman year of college, and uh, but yeah, just the way it was very agenda based in the doc in the making of it. Like you had they had this one journalist who was like clearly 10 years below. Who definitely wasn't there? Oh. Just kind of, and she was just such a fucking wet blanket. Every time she came on screen, <laughs> you're just like, ugh, because she was just like, yeah. And then they have a rave like all night with movie playing. And do you guys think that's like a good idea to like have people up doing drugs? What do you think's gonna happen the next day? You're like, you're just a fucking frump. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, people are having fun. Fuck all. Like, you just. Well, you know, uh, I'll tell you, I do. You have to have like a discerning eye with documentaries because they do have a yep. sometimes. Yeah. One of the biggest ones that I don't know if I mentioned in the show. Did I even tell you about the, you, you guys know Roger and Me, the documentary? Yes. Yeah. It was like, it kind of like lit the fire of like the, but not, no, there was but a lot of But that's Michael Moore. It's a super agenda based. But it was before people knew that about him. He was like the, the everyman yeah. hero. And his whole thing was he wanted to get interview with the guy Roger whatever his name was from from GM because he was yeah. and it was a legitimate reason he was taking all the work uh the factories in in Michigan and he was sending them to Mexico and it was around the time it was happening in the 80s and people he was like he was like a underdog hero and and, and it, it built his career Roger yeah I found out years later because the whole thing was can I get this interview I'm chasing him down I'm finding him in St. Louis I'm finding him here and he won't talk to me I told him why I want to talk to him he won't talk to me won't talk to me in the documentary he never gets the interview and he says see these big one percenter fat cats in reality he got the interview wow what and he never put it in the movie yeah that's why Michael Moore is a jackass totally like that's the thing that's why you can't really trust (laughs) you know that I'm saying that documentaries don't have truth in them a lot of them do but that's the biggest example that blew my mind that I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he painted How his much own of a picture. jacket yeah. you, that you didn't put that doc, that interview in? But it wouldn't have been as much of a, uh, made it much of a splash story. because, yeah. hey, he never got the interview. We're proving these guys are such assholes. They won't even talk to you uh, about their workers or whatever, you know, the plight of this, these yeah, yeah, unemployed yeah. people, whatever yeah. it is. So that's why I'm like, I, I totally get why there'd be a lot of bullshit with that one. Yeah, of course. You're going to make the story, tell the story you want to tell. Absolutely. But uh, I don't know if I can hold back any further. We got to get into this thing. <laughs> All right. Dude, I'll tell you this right now. This is a tough, oh my God. Right yeah. before we started, I said to Gordon, I said, I'm glad we did last week's last week and <laughs> yeah. we have this, this, these ones now. This is like, this yeah. is, talk about Sophie's Choice. Holy. <laughs> I know. I think I'd rather. Especially if you look ahead, you go, this potential matchup. I feel like people hate me already and they're already going to go play. <laughs> I think I'd rather give up my uh, my firstborn than answer some of these questions. Hey, no. Just take the kid. He'll live a better life. I plead the fifth. I plead yeah. the fifth. I can't live in a world kid. where I have to choose between good fellows and godfather. <laughs> I don't want my son to go, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm hideous. <laughs> don't look at me. Holy cow! Uh, let's get into it, man. Let's absolutely. all right. Last week, let's let's do a little refresher. The, we can just tell people the winner from last week. Uh, now, yeah. 
just so everybody knows, uh, one thing I want to say is, you know, there was a lot of heartbreak last week, and mm -hmm. but one of the over um, the the things that we have to remember is the theme of these brackets is most rewatchable movie. They're not, yep. they're not saying best, best movie. They're saying, and what I was doing, my my strategy last week was like, let me try to think which one did I rewatch more in my yeah. life. Like that's yep. the way I was going. No, it's and hard sometimes to be I objective. I upset myself. What? It's hard to be objective. It's though. hard to be objective. So. So you try your best and what we came up with I think we did even with all the back and forth we had a good pick from last week the one the left side of this bracket we went with Ocean's Eleven as our winner as a group we're doing yep, yeah. popular vote wins we're going to do the same thing again and wow <laughs> boy oh boy we're going to start now because we really really have a oh my lord above uh, Andy Get do me ready. a favor can you start with these? this is they should have like a festival where they have the ambulance parked outside just in case <laughs> Somebody get the paddles ready. <laughs> yeah, this will be blood like a UFC cage yeah. match. I might need a drink after this. Oh, man. Wow, uh, yeah, Gordon, do you want to kick us off at the top right? All right, here we go. This is, oh, thank you for this one. Ghostbusters versus My Cousin Vinny. Uh, thank, yeah, because it's one of the easiest ones. Yes. Yeah, thank uh, God. I think we are. We actually, I don't know if we're all on the same page. I well, I, I don't know what to think out of Gordon. All right, Gordon, all right I'll go first. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're Ghostbusters? Of course. My cousin Vinny. What? Rewatchable. The first go I like the second Ghostbusters That's better than the first yeah, Ghostbusters. I fall on my page here. <laughs> do we even have to say it? <laughs> um, uh, do you want to drive? Oh, I got, I'll, I'll keep Thank track. You. Ghostbusters moving on. Ghostbusters moving on. And the next one, <laughs> Gordon? Should be a layup. Ooh, uh, Christmas Story versus Back to the Future. That, it, this is, this is one it's, of it's not... This is a real as hard as it's not as easy as you think. To, for no. me, it is. For you, it is. It's you know my. I life. was I was like, all right, this is not hard, but it, the other is pretty very rewatchable. Exactly. Every time, but I Say it. went with Back to the Future. Back to the I, Future. This is a contender for me. You're echo his uh, Gordon's sentiments exactly. Back yes. to the you future. You you've probably watched. How I mean, if you're forty. Years old like yeah, me, watch I've eight, watched thanks. it probably thirty-five a Christmas story thirty-five times. Yeah, I, I, probably more than that. Probably more than that because yeah. you watch it once a year for Christmas. Exactly. And if you probably watch it. You sometimes watch it a couple times around Christmas. Yeah, you go yeah to yeah. someone's house and it's playing, and you just sit out. Yeah, that you, fucking Red Rider. Yeah. Ooh, baby. <laughs> All right, BTTF. Moving on. Uh, next, we have the Big Lebowski versus Toy Story. This is an easy one for me. This is a layup. Sure, for me too. Yeah. Lebowski. I don't yes. know what to think of recording. Yeah, yeah, Lebowski. It's Lebowski. Lebowski. I just one's the first just, real pickle. Talking about rewatches, I just rewatched Lebowski recently. And I, yeah. I, this, the other thing about rewatchable is I think part of it is you're entertained while you're, it's not like you have it on the, in the background. I'm, you're sucked in a little bit when you're sure. rewatching. And, sure. and, and it doesn't. I've seen it so many Man. times, Lebowski, and it gets me. It still makes me laugh. Here's the it's thing. It's like Seinfeld episodes to me. Here's that, the that, thing. That's what rewatchable is. Whoever did this, whoever put this bracket together is a real cunt because <laughs> they put all the Coen Brothers movies on yes. one side of the bracket yeah. just to fuck with us. Yeah. They go, you couldn't put it one on one of the other yeah. side? They knew what they were doing. <laughs> and so we have uh, Fargo oh, up against Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Tough one. It's a tough one. I'll tell you why. And because of what you just said, should we just fuck with them right away, just to get rid of one of the biggest <laughs> ones ever? Right no, I'm, I'm, I'm no. I'm staying true. Them. I'm staying true. Yes. To good. Stay true. Pick. Yeah. And, uh, Gordon, what's your pick? I went with Fargo. And Andy. Oh my god. It's a hard one. I've watched Caddyshack a billion times. Yeah. It's very quotable. Yeah. I even say Lebowski is the Caddyshack of 
movies for generations yes. like us. You, it's that same kind of quotable thing. Yep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what did you go with? I don't want to go. I... I, it's upsetting. Here's the thing. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's but really I, difficult. I, I did a thing. And this is and this is like the first of. This isn't even. This is even the hardest. This is going to be a fucking slugfest. I might I throw a, thing, a chair out the window. I did a thing last week where I was like, "Let me think numbers." Yeah, I got to think numbers. I had to do that, and I and I and really, the answer is Caddyshack for me. You want Caddyshack? I want Caddyshack. Oh wow! Yeah, because I thought numbers. I've seen Caddyshack. Okay, more than but seen. that doesn't take into account future and what you might watch more right Ooh. think about it like that because you go yeah i watched caddyshack all the time when i was a uh -huh. kid fargo just wasn't available yet now since fargo's been on god's green earth i've watched a shitload so you and i love it and it's probably a top tenner for me yeah of all um, time i think fargo is one of those so you sometimes saying you sometimes just can't go by the numbers obviously fargo is a way better movie obviously but what i'm trying to say is that caddyshack to me is like it's a thing where ah! If you're putting the rewatchable label on it, it's Caddyshack. I gotta go Caddyshack because I'm because if you're, if you're going, I have to. I love Fargo more, but I just if we're doing the true rewatchability, yeah. Caddyshack's on. I go. Well, I gotta see Dangerfield. All right, absolutely. And then, and then because I think rewatchable has a um, a little mist of oh my the word fun in there. Like yeah. you put Fargo, Fargo. It's a heavy movie. It is a heavy movie. So don't get me wrong. Is it a better movie than Caddyshack? 100%. Uh, but what is yeah. happening is when I think rewatchable, I think like, oh, this will be fun to rewatch. Like that kind of thing, you know? So here comes one. Here comes a big one. This is, this is a big one. All right. Can you want me to say it? I don't think I've said one yeah, yet. Yeah, you go. Go ahead. Uh, we got one right here. Uh, and I know what my pick is. And I you think do three fucking this might be a, a friendship ender right I here. I know. Um, That's why I thought ahead. The next one is Groundhog Day <laughs> versus Raising Arizona. And I think I know what's going to win. Uh, we, I know Andy's pick on this. Yeah, it's it's Raising Arizona for me. It's my favorite Coens. I, I can rewatch this movie way more than Groundhog Day for me. I, I, I love Groundhog Day, but it's not as rewatchable for me as a lot of people. No. It's not. Yeah. It's a great movie. I'll watch it all the time. <laughs> I knew it was going to win. Yes. I knew it was going to win. Raising Arizona. Yeah, GBB! Yes. I'll tell you right now, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Ocean's Eleven. Not because it's a blow, blown out of the water. And now you know how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Groundhog Day is one of the most rewatchable movies there is Stop. out there. It's, it's, now, I knew Raising Arizona would win. I think it's a better movie. But uh, Groundhog Day to me, also Groundhog Day was the thing that was appreciated later on. People, yeah. I, people, they, yeah. the whole article yeah. about how it would be nominated for an Oscar the, the, if it came out 15 years later, By the way, Oscar winning. How well represented is Nick Cage on this list? You go, oh, yes. man, homie. <laughs> well, these, he, was, he had such a career. I That's know. what's going yeah. on. And now he's doing Christian pilot movies. <laughs> oh, man, this is another tough was. one. No, oh, this now was he's doing Gordon, big, you want to take us? This was hard, and uh, I know people are going to be very surprised about this one. Office Space versus Blazing Saddles. And I'm just going to get it out of the way. I love Blazing Saddles. I think it's a great film. I rewatch it all the time, but I'm Office Space. I love it. I quote it's it all the tough, time. Man. I it's, throw it's it on all the time. It's a tough one. Uh, but I'm going to try and think. I did numbers again. Blazing Saddles. Andy? I love Office Space. I love Office Space. <laughs> but I love Blazing Saddles more. Ooh. And I think I've Same watched here. Blazing Saddles way more. Okay. I also talk about uh, Andy brings up my dead dad last episode. <laughs> if you listen. That's a dead dad. Don't worry. Right there. Don't worry. My dad's going to my dad's gonna come down from heaven, too. There's going to be one in here. Where I'm going to have to really make a hard choice because of my dad. You just wait. Oh, man. All this right. So one. Saddles is moving on. This is this uh, next one's hard for me. This next one's hard for me. Is this the Cohen's got them all in one bracket. 
I you hate know? this person. Whoever made this bracket is a an real asshole. dick. Yeah. Uh, I, I know which one I'm. I, you know what? Read them you all. know what they're doing? They, you know what? It's very carefully picked because they're putting like a classic comedy next to a Coen Brothers. Yes, they know yeah. you have to go. Yeah. Oh, they know. Some mad diabolical scientist put yeah. this thing together. The next one is I hate to say it, Dumb and Dumber versus Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And uh, uh, Gordon, let's go to you. <laughs> Make the pick. Um. His old brother were out though. I get, I dig that movie. I watched them like I literally bought it multiple times. I have it on DVD. I I own it through Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I went to me. the numbers on this one. Andy, I want to hear your pick. Well, here's the thing. Again, it's you, you got to take into account older movie, Dumb and Dumber, which I love and I've seen a billion times. Fuck. This yeah, but hard you have too. enough years that if you really, if one was rewatchable, but I, they were only off by like yeah, one was 95, 94 one to was like 2000, yeah. whatever. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh two maybe. Yeah. So seven. Yeah, yeah. We watch we yeah. watch movies so much, you know which one because also it's a vibe. Like it's it's yep. a thing that you're what you're looking at. You if it's not just didn't come out last year, then you know which one you're jumping to quicker. Rewatchable was. I got it. Here's the thing. I love Oh Brother. I love it, but I love it. But I have to go Dumb and Dumber on this one just really? because of pure rewatchability. Okay. Because, and I've watched Oh Brother like multiple days in a row. If it's, It'll be on like AMC like over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like it'll be on like Wednesday at noon. On Thursday at like three, it'll be on again. I'll be like, well, I guess I'll just watch it again. Yeah. So like I've watched it a shitload, but I got to stay with Dumb and Dumber. This is a okay. close one on the number. Even with the numbers method. Yeah. yeah. This is a close one. And Dumb and Dumber. I went Dumb and Dumber. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, but I but but I feel tough the same one. way Andy does with it, where you're like, oh, it, it's another fucking tough. You, you want to talk about rewatch? Yeah. <laughs> what asshole put together stuff. this side of the bracket? But the ne the next one is actually for me. Yeah, it's a tough one movie wise, but for me, I know what I'm doing. Uh, it's Billy Madison versus Blues Brothers. Both movies I've watched a billion times. Me too. Uh, for Sean, me, I don't. I have not watched Blues Brothers as much as Billy Madison. Billy Madison holds a special place in my. I l fucking love it, and I also think it's. I watched it semi recently as well. Uh, Billy Madison takes the cake on that. One. Same here. Both of you good. Oh, yeah. oh, Blues Brothers. <laughs> I did not expect that out of you two. <laughs> really? Really? Because we're older. I just. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That older doesn't necessarily mean because we're both probably. I want to say what fifteen when Billy Madison hit hard. Yeah. So you're just like Perfect. that's teen. That was like right my mentality. Yep. I fuck it. All right. It's just <laughs> I I love Blues Brothers, man. And I if it's on, I watch it. But I got to give it up to Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. I got to right. give it to Billy Madison. Next one's a biggie, but it's not. It's it, it has a clear winner to me. Uh, next one is Goodfellas versus Usual Suspects. Gordon. <sighs> Goodfellas. 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 Yeah. yeah, I knew we'd all do that. It's a tough one because Usual Suspects, even though it's got that twist and like, yes. it's still very rewatchable. Very rewatchable. Watch that scene it's, all it's over, good, and over and yeah. over and over yeah. again. It's a yeah. good matchup, yeah. but Goodfellas definitely takes the count. 100%. Uh, Andy, Andy, you should get the next one because I know one you love a lot. Yeah, this one's really tough. It's uh, Actually, no, you love both a lot. I love, this is I, a tough one for you, right? Yeah, I like Days of Confused a lot, but for me, it's Cool Hand Luke. It's maybe my second favorite movie of all time. I can watch Cool Hand Luke over and over again. I fucking love it, and I'm really scared that it's going down. <laughs> Andy has Days no representation of this game, Gordon. Days of Confused for me is like, if I don't love Richard Linklater shit outside of really Days of Confused, that, to be honest. And Days of Confused is very nostalgic for me, and it is rewatchable, and I've watched it a shit. One of Tarantino's favorite movies. 
Really? Yep. All right. Are you, are you trying to sway the jury? <laughs> no, I already got mine down. Like, I, like I'm putting it on Sean. I love Dazed and Confused. Yeah. I watched that movie a thousand times. Me too. It's, it, it, every single time it's on, it's staying on. I'm sitting down. I'm watching. You ever seen Cool Hand Luke? No. Ah, so you had a feeling. <laughs> because it's a fucking masterpiece. You'd still go with Dazed and Confused. Really? <laughs> You've only seen it once. I've That's why. It. Here's the thing. I knew this was going to lose because this motherfucker, like a month ago, has been going, hey, I've been lying to you this whole time. I know you love Cool Hand Luke, but I just watched it for the first time. So if we're talking about rewatchability movies. Like This guy's only got one in his fucking pocket. Uh, yeah, uh, so Dazed wins on that well, one. Well, it's not going to be I'm good. I'm sorry, so buddy. It's got a long... Ooh, even the next one. Oh, this is fucking rough. This is a tough one, man. Holy shit. Christ on the cross. This is really hard. Boogie Nights versus Rocky. Boogie Nights versus Rocky is the next one. That's insane. Uh, and from, but I, I'm gonna, <laughs> you're gonna hate my God. I don't think it. What? What? What, is, what are you going for? I know what he's going with. Gordon I'm going with Boogie Nights. <laughs> I know he's going with too. So Boogie's not moving on either way. What'd you say? Boogie Nights versus Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, going Boogie. Boogie. I actually wrote Boogie Nights. If you if you know how hard that is for me. <laughs> I've rewatched Boogie Nights way more than I write. I've seen yes. Rocky eight billion times. What, so you, this one, I I went, but it but watch back. What is more enjoyable to me watching back? I think is Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights because it is I, it's a better movie. It's a, it's I it's think, uh, Rocky's. But here's the thing: Rocky Three is my favorite Rocky Three, and I've rewatched yeah. that every single time. And that's a, I think that's the only Rocky I actually own. Uh, well, Rocky Three. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, this one, yeah, Book I Nights, I love. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking dead dads. This next one, Matt, this next matchup. Oh, oh, the next one is, uh, tough for you. Uh, it's, it's tough for me. Yeah. Oh, it's not. But I think I'm worried. Oh, you. <laughs> this one holds a special place in my heart. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I know. Almost famous versus the sting. <laughs> Almost famous versus the sting. It's such a good, this guy is such a good. Matchup maker because he, I think it's like he fucking saw what uh, emotionally plays on me, and then he goes, Yeah, but I'm gonna throw this fucking monkey wrench into the whole system. Dance, puppet, dance. Uh, yeah, The Sting was maybe the first movie that me and my father loved together. Wow. You know, when like you find a movie with your, with somebody close to you, of course, it was like the first because you know. Especially my dad was super old. So and your our dad was tastes, also not a big movie watcher. So yeah. It's a big deal. So our tastes were far apart. You know, I'd like, I'd love this and I'd, he'd like these older things. And so when we both found the sting, that was our first one. So I've watched it 8 million times. But for, for the purposes of rewatchability bracket. I, oh, it's for, I think for over, over almost famous any day, man. What? I think, I, I don't know. Almost, which one did you pick? The sting. Oh, and Gordon? I hate Almost Famous. I <gasps> couldn't stay. Whoa! Oh my God! What an upset! I'll be, be very honest with you. I can't. I can't. I, I saw Almost. I famous. agree. I like, no. I think it's a little overrated. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hold on. This I, Andy. I try multiple times. I time. think Woo! Andy's dad is a, a, a with us right now. <laughs> I did not there. expect that to happen. Good looking out, big we man. Can't get into it, but in two yeah. words, can you tell me why you hate Almost Famous, or I, in a I couple just, words? I just got overrated. I, I, it just didn't grab me. I was just sitting there just like, this is boring. I can't do this. I tried. Wow. I tried. Especially on rewatches for me, man, because I loved it when it first came out. And if we're talking rewatchability, I will flip the channel on Almost Famous for me. No. I go, I don't no. need to stick around. It's a, It no. gets a little corny with the whole Band-Aid thing. And like, 
the tri- I, you know I just I'm out <laughs> on it at this you. age in my life. Thank I you. dig it. I think it's like uh, really, really Joe up Fiore. I like it. And, um, I I just rewatched it recently. So wow, what a shocker! The sting survives. The sting lives on. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Gordon. Andy's so excited. Right I'm now. Happy. What's the next one, Andy? The next one is a very easy one for me. Uh, we talked about right, this last week's episode. I think it's easy for all of us. Pulp Fiction versus the the, the Departed. Uh, Pulp Fiction just takes the cake. Yeah. Pulp I, we just talked about last week. We were talking about how the Departed is not yeah. aging well, not living up, is not a, a Scorsese winner. Pulp's uh, a contender, man. Uh, Pulp's Pulp, like a number two seed. Pulp's a biggie. It's Pulp. got it's got title hopes. Pope's definitely a biggie. The next one is, is Easy oh, are they doing a, a Nicholson uh, matchup? Chinatown versus A Few Good Men. Gordon? A Few Good Men. Ooh, I want Chinatown, Shawnee. I've only seen Chinatown once. Yeah. So I'm going to go A Few Good Men. And I yeah. think as far as like, I, I, this one, this, this whoever wins this one is going to get knocked out anyway for me. So Same. for my yeah. pick. So A Few Good Men, I feel like I want to watch that more. I know. <laughs> This next matchup is funny, The Godfather versus Elliot Confidential, because speaking of, if you guys listen back a few episodes, I just watched Elliot Confidential for the first time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like last month. And, you know? and and it was great, but I mean, it's The Godfather. But yeah, it's, sorry. It, it's The Godfather, and also, like, you you know, a rainy Sunday. Talk about a rewatchable. You're parked for four hours. Just, yeah. like, re-experiencing The Godfather is, like, a, a, a thing. It's a thing, man. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's more of, like, a whole a whole day thing. It, yeah. it, it's And it has a much better... Like lineage and complete like mood, then Ellie Confidential is just like a, a cool movie. Yeah, like, you can't match these up. Yeah, no. And I rewatchability I'm and filmized. Uh, Ellie Confidential actually made this made list. This list. It doesn't exactly. seem like a after watching it for the first time, like a movie I could rewatch over and over again. Like a lot of these, I'm like, yeah, I can't fucking. I've I've, I've seen. It makes you think about how much time. Do people really watch LA Confidential over again? Yeah, I don't that's what I'm saying. I think they maybe just threw it in. Who knows? All right. I think it, they're just going by like this time, certain time frames, like okay. 90s, and then like the really old ones people put on cable and stuff like that. This next so one, the yeah. next one is big, but the next one to me is I, I know, don't think not that they're not both rewatchable, but uh, You're gonna run of, into some problems down the road. One of them one. might be the winner. One of them might be the winner. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. it's uh, Shawshank versus Catch Me If You Can. I Who's picking Catch Me If You Can? Let's right, come on. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, What are we doing here? Let's go. To, let's, let's get back on top, baby. All right. We have uh, Ghostbusters versus Back to the Future. To so me, it's a no-brainer. Gonna be, Sean might get his heart broken here. Oh, get out of here, guys. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't you do it. Don't you do it. Then like a Richard Gordon? thing from Back to the Future. Yes. Woo. Well, it, it moves on anyway. That's oh. two votes. Uh, What'd you say? Well, I know he's Back to the Future. Um, that's a tough one. Ghostbusters versus Back to the Future. I, I by the numbers have seen Ghostbusters more. Uh, rewatchability. I think personally, it's Ghostbusters for me. Not taking anything away from BTTF. Okay, well, the BTTF. But it moves uh, on. Wins that one. Our next uh, matchup be. <laughs> this is rough. This is Big Lebowski versus Caddyshack. Yep. What are we doing? Wow, that's hard. That's really hard. I have to think of. Oh my god, dude! I know what it is for me. It's Big Lebowski. It's Big Lebowski for me. Yeah. Well, we have our winner, but what? What do you? It's kind of nice to not even have to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Takes the pressure because it hurts my head to have to choose. Like, I will sit down and watch both of these movies over and over again. 
Yeah, but I know that I, and I, think I know I, I've rewatched Big Lebowski I more than it. I enjoy it more now. Than, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, I, but, but Caddyshack is, but I, but if you put, but really like a true matchup, you put them up against, they're on at the same time. They're on. I'm going a Big Lebowski. Yeah, I that's a good it. way to put it. If they're on at the same time, ooh, that's a great. That's test. basically yeah, it's ooh. a great. That's when that's when it comes down to the line. Ooh, well, you might be surprised on this one. Uh, Raising Arizona versus Blazing Saddles. This is a very tough one. Very, very tough very one. Very tough. I'm gonna. This make is another pick. emotional one for me. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, Blazing Saddles edges edges it out for me. Yeah. I've, I've rewatched it more. I went with Raising Arizona. That's I. I'm so close to. You got to do the pick. Tiebreaker again. You got off scot free the last one. Let's Blazing Arizona. Blazing, Blazing Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> in, a, in a perfect world. The new Cheech and Chong movie. Blazing Arizona. Um. After the sting, when I got a little older, was allowed to watch stuff. Me and my father <laughs> both adored Blazing Saddle. Oh wow! What are we getting his whole biography? I'm just saying <laughs> that's the that's the so clincher that, for me. But it might put you over the top there. For which one? Oh my god, dude! He's walking the his childhood home. <laughs> yeah, it's Blazing Saddles. All right. Ooh. Uh, moving on, we have. Dumb and Dumber versus Billy Madison. I'm locked and loaded. Dumb and Dumber big versus... Big comedy matchup. Yeah, big comedy matchup actually makes sense. These two matchups make sense. And this guy was I know very mine. methodical. I know mine. Gordon? If it was between those two, I'm yeah. going Billy Madison. Me really? Too. You too. too? Over Dumb and Dumber? Oh, I would have gone Dumb and Dumber. Ooh, wow, yeah. I'm shocked. I thought you guys... I, I've watched Dumb and Dumber more than Billy Madison, even though I love Billy Madison. Billy, I, It's hard for me not even to just drop... Norm McDonald quotes. Dumb and Dumber, I was yeah. dying. I just rewatched <laughs> Up next at six, a millionaire's son bribes his way through crawl. <laughs> Billy? Norm McDonald's. Now, now, it might be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, we have Days and Confused versus Goodfellas. You had a nice run, Days and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Link Letter. <laughs> I mean, do we have enough to vote? Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boy, Goodfellas has to be the number one seed in this bracket. Uh, moving on. Boogie Nights versus The Sting. Holy hell. Uh, that's Boogie Nights for me. Gordon? Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights winning. Um, oh, man, this is good. great. Pride, even though the emotional connection, I, I would probably choose Boogie Nights as well. Uh, now we get into some real, well, not even this one, but Pulp Fiction versus A Few Good Men. I think we're all in I think we're all here. in on that one. Yeah, Pulp. Pulp. Now... Here is a tough one. The Godfather versus the Shawshank Redemption. Holy shit. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh my god. I'm, I, I think it like I think it like you do you start recounting times yeah. you watched it and how you felt like individually, you know what I mean? Like uh I know I think I'm going to surprise my my answer. I know my answer. Surprise I know what it is. Cuz I know what I've I know what I've watched more. Who you want to go first? Who's going first? <laughs> uh, uh, Andy had a, a uh, tough choice. Gordon, go first. All right. Uh, between the two, uh, what I watched the most was uh, The Godfather. Ooh, okay. But, but, but yeah, but uh, not based on numbers. Yeah, it's not based on numbers. It's like, what if they're both wrong, which one I watch? It's Shawshank. Okay. Ooh. I feel the Teased same way. it. He played possum. <laughs> I'm in the Gordon boat. Shawshank. Shawshank's moving on? Shawshank's moving wow. on. Wow. Yeah. I, I think. I like when you guys go. I don't have to decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you had, it has that when it, Godfather. I, it, it, it's it goes, Sophie's choice. It goes under that canopy. It goes yep. under that canopy of, 
rewatchable Shawshank does win. I, yeah, it does I, I don't win. know. I don't know, man. For me personally, I think they are so hard to choose, but I think Godfather edges it out for me. Okay, okay. Because Godfather is another one of those like Thanksgiving. It's so Shawshank. They're yeah. usually on back to back. Yeah, they're always on. <laughs> always. All right, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Back to the Future versus Big Lebowski. Sean, let's start with you, you motherfucker. <laughs> Back to the Future versus Big Lebowski. This one for me is a pretty easy one. Is it easy for it's you, Lebowski? For me, I think it's. I think mine. I'm going to say Back to the Future because I've watched hell. that way more. It's. Re, I. I will. I. It's but such more a rewatchable between the two. Uh, uh, that's what you have to think about. I, Back to the Future. Oh, Back right. to the Future for me has that tinge. For me, it's Lebowski. I love uh, Back to the Future, and it's Back to the Future. Oh! <laughs> what an upset! <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Billy Madison versus Blazing Saddles. Oh, I, I know what wins on mine. Billy well, Mad say it then. Billy Madison. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Madison for you? Yeah. Is Blazing Saddles for me? Oh my God! I hate Why do you guys have to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah. Saddles versus Madison. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Only got one TV. Two of my favorite comedies of all time. Emotional connection. To, wow, I love Billy Madison so much. God damn it. This is going to kill me. Andy. I'm going Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm okay with Blazing Saddles moving on. I, Billy Madison, I, well, that's I the do thing. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with... Most of these, one way or the other, because that's movies I love. Yeah. But it, it that's why it just comes down to a lot of times for me, which I love more. <laughs> All right. Uh, buckle up, gang. <laughs> these next two, I mean, wars have been started over less. Yes. <laughs> this is the Helen of Troy of movie matchups. <laughs> uh, Goodfellas versus Boogie Nights. Oh, I got uh, not, my answer. Yeah, me my too. Answer. I know mine. Me too. Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just, I this film just has a, a fond place in my heart, and it's Boogie Nights. Whoa! It's a, it's fantastic. I respect the choice. Yep. But for me, rewatchability, I go back to it. It's been on every freaking channel on the dial. Uh, Goodfellas does same, it for me. Same. Yeah. With the, Goodfellas, all right. Pretty much the same explanation. Yeah. Goodfellas is a really tough one to beat, and Boogie Nights I love, but sometimes, as many times as I've watched Boogie Nights. If I'm not in the right mood, I got to go, I can't watch that shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah you have right. to be in the mood. You have yeah, to yeah. be when in the mood for Boogie Nights. And I love dark it. Dark shit in Boogie Nights. Yes. Was it, you're still my friend at jail? Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Are you, and then he gets, but Goodfellas, I can watch in any almost any state. Yeah, you know? I'd rather watch a mailman go into the oven than have to watch a pedophile <laughs> scene from Boogie Nights. If one letter gets back to that kid. <laughs> it's buckle up, gang. You go. Buckle up here, because we got woo, Pulp Ooh. Fiction versus the Shawshank Redemption. Nice. I know <laughs> my answer. Oh, my God. Did I know you? mine. Should I say it? Say it. Rewatchability? Ah, oh, I'm nervous. All right. Can you, Andy, you go first because you didn't go first. Ah, I just went last. I had to pick between. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Uh, this is. <sighs> you only got one TV. Only got one damn TV. And you could pick between Sean. They're Shank. both. I like the oh. both on at the same time. One, yeah. Yeah. One TV. What am I watching? Sure. I know. Actually, I just changed my mind. I know exactly. Oh what I'm my picking. god! I know what I'm picking. I'll do it. Pulp Fiction. Me too. I went with Shawshank. Oh, it's so hard. It's yeah, such, that's so one of the hard. hardest. Yes, ones. that's one of the hardest ones because Shawshank. If you had an ex example example of a movie that's played on cable 
the most. I think it sure was. Like yeah. maybe yeah, when yeah, cable yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Was Shaw- Shawshank was the go-to. It still is. We watch a yeah. movie it's on, on cable. I still, I still have cable. Yes. And it's yeah. still on all the time. Yeah. And I but, watch it all the time. But if I did the matchup, they're on at the same time. Pulp Fiction. I'm going. To. That's what it came down to for yep, me. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Same here. All right. We are getting down into the elite eight of this round. Back to the future versus Blazing Saddles. Um, I know I'm locked in. I know so mine. If you want me to go first. Go ahead. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. All right. I'm Back to the Future. I'm Back to the Future. Also. Yeah. Wow. I Back to the Future is big. Yes. Back to the like future. I've seen it so many times. It's it's. <laughs> a re- I think it's rewatchable as well as being like. Uh, in the DNA of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I, that's how I felt about Jaws. It's like I know yeah. every single line in Blazing Saddles can like you know go along with the movie. I can't do that for Back to the Future. Same thing for Jaws. I could just I'm annoying to watch it with. Yeah, but I don't have that for Back <laughs> to the Future. But it's popular vote here. Cool Breeze was overvoted. Moving on. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Goodfellas yep. versus Pulp Fiction. That's a biggie. <laughs> that's I, a biggie. I, I know. I- I know, I know mine. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say mine first, so you say, guys can just fight. Uh, <laughs> I think we're actually. I agree. think we're on the same page. And Pulp Fiction. No, no. Good fellas. Yeah, good yeah. fellas. Yeah. Oh wow. And yeah. that's very hard because we both love Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Good fellas. Surprised on that um, one for me. Reservoir Dogs in on this. I know. You could have thrown Ooh, that in over. Like, thrown in a million. Yeah. Right. Coen, Coen, uh, Coen Brothers, but no, <laughs> no Reservoir Dogs. All right. The final four is complete. Just to recap, we had Ocean's Eleven versus Gladiator. That still boggles my mind. <laughs> versus Back to the Future versus Goodfellas. Oh, wow. Now, I'm, I know mine in this one. I know who I'm sending to the final. If you want me to say it first, this matchup was Goodfellas versus Back to the Future. It's Goodfellas for me every goddamn day of the week. Goodfellas versus Back to the Future? I've watched Goodfellas pr- close to a thousand times. Same. Goodfellas. Yeah. Wins. Goodfellas wins. Okay, good. That's a good pick. You did the right thing, Sean. So it's Goodfellas versus Back <laughs> to the Future. Uh, That's what it no, was? Yes. Yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now it's Goodfellas <laughs> versus, versus Ocean's Ocean Eleven. 11. This is an easy one for me. I know. You're, you're, I like how both of the films that we have in the final happens uh, around Mafia. Wait, yeah, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. One's no. a heist, one's Mafia. One heist. Uh, yeah, I got that fucked up. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's Mafia related things in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, Okay, so I'm gonna go for like, I know what I'm gonna. I know my answer on this. Um, as far as rewatchable goes, because okay, so here's the thing. My pick, I know I, I'm not even sure what your pick is. Nope. I don't even know. Nope. My pick, besides the fact, I know, I know. Besides the fact that Goodfellas, and my pick is oh, Goodfellas. Is, First of oh. all, that's out of the gate right here. But I'll tell you why, because it's 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 substantial. And it has for me as much rewatchability as Ocean's Eleven has. Yeah. Like I've re- Ocean's Eleven is one of, but what it like because what you do with Goodfellas is you're kind of getting just like a, like a super charged version of a rewatchable movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Like it's like one of those things where like oh my god I'm getting Scorsese and I'm getting a thing I'll watch a thousand times in a row. Can I add something onto this because Goodfellas is my pick as well? Yeah. Okay. You quote Goodfellas. I don't quote Ocean's Eleven. I yeah. That quote, also yes. goes yep. a long way for me in movies like this. We're talking about rewatchability. Yeah, quoting stuff that actually is in my lexicon and my ver- like my vocabulary. Yep, a lot of Goodfellas. Absolutely. And I don't do that at all with Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven got further than I thought. It's a great, great rewatchability it's, movie. It's huge. It's it, it makes sense. Those are the matchups. I'm almost glad, Gordon, that it didn't have to be. <laughs> 
Jaws versus Goodfellas because that would have been tough for me. Oof. I would have probably taken Jaws in the end. You would have? Really? Oh, like I'm saying, I'm glad it didn't happen, have to come to that. Yeah. But I'm glad when I looked at all this, I kind of thought Goodfellas would be the winner. Yeah. So, Gordon, what was your pick? My pick was going to be Goodfellas. Okay, all right. I'm all glad right, we all, all right. agreed yeah. on the end. But I was a little bit surprised because I know you, last I, week, you were a huge proponent yes. of Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite films, but it, like, it's more of a fun roller coaster ride that you like when you're like a little bit younger. Goodfellas is like something I, like, I could rewatch, I think, to, forever. It, it's evergreen. It's, yeah. it's going to keep going and yeah. going. And, yeah. And Ocean's Eleven, I still, I still enjoy, but... I don't tire of Goodfellas. I can't no. tire of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, yes. I need space between it. If yeah. I was on a, you want you want to do this deserted island thing? I'm bringing Goodfellas. Yeah, you know, yes. I, I'm, you know that kind of thing. You know. Oh, that that's a good way to do it too. The desert island. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I think our pick, our uh, our number one pick, uh, who nice. wins the champion, the champion <laughs> of the bracket. Uh, is uh, Goodfellas. I think that's a great, Martin Scorsese. I think, I think it has Nero. quality and it also has rewatchability. I yes. think we did an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. I think it had a lot of tough matchups. I think it, it really, it had a way harder course than Ocean's Eleven did. I'll tell you right yeah. now. Back to the Future made it to the final four. You it it, it should have. It, it adds a lot of upsets. No. I know, I know there's, uh, there's going to be a ton of Mary's people mad about uh, that. Uh, versus Duke. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a ton of people mad about Back to the Future. I think uh, so. You're looking at one of them. Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But guys, just so you know, everybody out there, all the dimwits, we are going to be posting the bracket online, on our Twitter, on our Instagram stories, so that you guys can see our picks. And also, we want you guys to do your picks. We won't with, post it till after. because Yeah, we'll post it, it after the episode, obviously. But we'll post the blank one. You guys fill it out. We want we want you guys to message us or t uh, tweet or um, uh, tweet Instagram. Your matchups. Tweet who your winners Or be. story your picks. Or, you know, better way, fill it out and send, snap a pick and tweet at us that way. Tweet that, at us that way or, or do a story on on, uh, on Instagram at the DYM podcast. Tag us so we can share share your pick on the account. You destroyed the bracket. <laughs> He's got so mad. <laughs> I, yeah, you forget. You're like, all right, I got to walk out of here and take a deep breath. It's just fucking movie. <laughs> Want to hug a Jones, but that's why, <laughs> man. That's why this is so much fun. It's you so really much fun. I you love. You get play. heart palpitations. Yeah. I love. Not, March Madness is too is like my favorite thing on earth. Uh, I, you know, I love the brackets so much. It's my favorite thing to fill out. I do four every year. <laughs> so any sort of bracket decisive system, I love. I feel like my mom's gonna listen to this. Like, why didn't you go with Blazing Saddles all the way? <laughs> <laughs> it's also a movie that'll never be made again. Nope. Oh, like that. No. ever again. Ever again, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said, at the DYM podcast on both both uh, uh, platforms, Instagram and Twitter, please follow at the laugh button. Uh, Gordon, please let them know where they can find you online. At Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter, B-A-K-E-R-B-O-N-E. -E. I have a podcast called The Bad Advice Show. Check it out. Also, I'll be at uh, Comics at the Mohegan Sun, August 19th through the 21st. Yes. And Andrew Fiores? I am at Andy Fiore, at Andy, A-N-D-Y-F-I-O-R-I, andyfiore.com for tickets. Uh, September 17th, the 18th, Wisecrackers in Pennsylvania. Uh, please come out. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we don't know how that one's going to go. Will Poconos. Um, and uh, yeah, 
Thank you, Gordon, again for oh, coming yeah. on. Yeah, Two week in a rower. I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. Also check out um, at Mike V. Suarez. Mushy Mike. Mushy Mike. Buster Palm, you know him as. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much to Laugh Button for having us. Thank you so much to Mike. Thank you much, so much to our guest for the past two weeks. Yeah. The incomparable Gordon Baker Bone. You're very welcome. Fantastic. Don't be too mad at me. Uh, not nah, mad at all. I forgot. already forgot. <laughs> this was an absolute blast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review, I should say. That's what they say in the pods. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace.